0: Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode. I've had a little break lately, so I've had two weeks off, no recording, so I'm excited to come back with this episode. I think this will be quite a helpful episode for quite a few people. I'm going to go into dealing with weight gain, coming back from a holiday or a weekend away, or going off track slightly and how you get back on track. So I think it is going to be an interesting episode. So without further ado, this podcast is Confessions of a Personal Trainer... I'm Chloe, a personal trainer, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge some thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. So yes, I've been away for two weeks, and it was a really nice two weeks actually, so I was visiting my parents who live in Spain. And it was just really chilled, really relaxed. So it was two weeks of chilling and sunbathing, a little bit of fitness because I do enjoy fitness any time of the year. So whether I'm on holiday or not on holiday, I just enjoy moving. And I think when you exercise for the right reasons or for reasons that are important to you, then that's what it's about. That's good. So I did some running. I did some swimming, a few fitness sessions on the terrace and lots of walks. So it was good to move and the sun always helps as well two weeks was actually quite a long time like I think a week tends to fly by and then two weeks I was like I felt like I needed that break so it was good I was kind of ready to come back so I was excited to see everyone get back into work and back to more of a routine so it was really good really chilled and I came back and I weighed myself the following day so I don't always advise clients weighing themselves after they come back from a break, not straight away anyway, maybe after a week or like five days maybe, but usually you are going to be heavier, you are going to weigh heavier because there's a lot of things to take into consideration, there's a a lot of factors that are going to contribute towards fluctuations. So I did weigh myself and I monitored the the figure and I'm just going to take it with a pinch of salt really so it's not that it's going to be completely accurate so it was 3.1 kilos up from when I left so that's just under seven pounds and I don't really have a view on whether it is good or bad so I've told people because I'm quite open about it I don't mind it's only it's only a number to me so I've told some people that I've worked with this week or some clients that i've seen and some people have been shocked so some people have been like oh my god how, how have you gain that much in two weeks and other people have reacted differently and said oh that's that's quite good actually for two weeks so it's really interesting hearing people's response and i just think this shows that it's our perception really it's, it's what we think about the scales what we think about weight gain and it's our relationship with scales as well which i'm going to come back to later so Anyway, 3.1 kilos up and I'm fine with this because I have a neutral relationship with scales and with my weight anyway in the sense that I'm not emotionally attached to that number. So I just look at it as data. So I wear myself once, write it down and move on. It doesn't actually mean anything to me. The difficulty is when you become hooked on that number so because I was dieting beforehand so before I went away I was in a calorie deficit and I was just seeing the scale go down and down and down sometimes that can be a bit of a tricky thing to get your head around when you you see the number change because you can think oh I'm doing something wrong or I'm going backwards maybe but when you look at the data as an overall and you, you think about trends and you see patterns with it I think it can really help your relationship with the scales. Before I was on, before I went on holiday, I was eating most of the same foods every day. I do this for a few reasons. I do this because I don't really have time to cook. So I'm out first thing in the morning, back last thing at night. I'm usually home for a couple of hours in the day, but I don't tend to cook. I will eat things that are just easy for me. It's still fairly nutritional things that I eat, but I eat the cat is in the background if you can hear that jingle she won't leave my side since i've been back she's glued to me so i can't get rid of her in fact i tried to put this episode off for like three hours and she just didn't move so we're doing it together so i don't know what i was saying now um that i don't cook basically i would just i eat nutritional things but i don't really cook so it was quite nice when i was away to have a range of different foods because that's what holidays about you experience different foods i did eat a lot more than I usually would but again that's what holiday is about and this would have had an impact on scale fluctuations so it is totally normal for the scales to change after eating more and it doesn't necessarily mean that it will be body fat either so I might not have gained body fat probably did but even if it is it doesn't mean it's permanent because everything is temporary so the way I'm looking at this weight gain is I had a great holiday I ate foods that I wouldn't normally eat, like lots of ice cream, and I made memories with my family. So that is, to me, what it is about. Plus, I can always decide to lose the weight if I want to. So if I decide, okay, do you know what, actually, I would like to lose this 6.7 pounds, then I can. I don't have to look at it as either a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing, it's just, it is what it is. And I am only one decision away from making a choice that I want to make. So this week for me is all about getting back on track. It will be different from last week because I'm not drinking sangria from lunchtime. Here on a normal weekday, I won't think, hmm, shall I have garlic bread and chips and pasta? Whereas on holiday, it's just, it's a no brainer. Yes, I will have all three. but on a normal weekday at home or normal weekend at home, I probably wouldn't have all three. Well, maybe I would every now and again, but when I'm away, I'm pretty much like, yeah, I will just have what I want. So I know that that number, so now I'm weighing heavier, I ate more, so yeah, I am gonna gain a little bit, but it's not, not the end of the world. It's taken me quite a few years to get to this place as well so there would have been a time when this would really have bothered me and I would have then been thinking okay how can I lose weight quickly but now I am in a much better place with the scales and with food in general and with dieting and I think it's just something that you need to get to know yourself and you need to understand the reasons why you do Certain things, or why you're dieting, why you want this goal in the first place, it can be quite helpful to think about your why and think about what's important to you. So, weight loss isn't something that's important to me, whereas years ago it would have been. Years ago, my only goal would have been, right, I want to lose as much weight as I can. So, then any gaining of weight, I would have been like, oh my God, this is not what I wanted, this is awful. And then that's when it's then difficult. If you've gone off track, it's then difficult to get back on track. So I think for me now, my goals are more process-driven rather than results-driven, which again, I'm gonna come onto later. But other things to bear in mind, if you have gained weight, if you strength train, maybe you're stronger, so maybe you can now lift more. That's sometimes quite common with weight gain. And weight gain doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. It's how we label it. So usually this could be because of long-term beliefs that we've got about ourselves or about weight and what that says about ourselves. So I did a, an episode last year, was it last year or the start of this year on diet culture and scales. And that was quite interesting. So that kind of talks about why we feel a certain way around our weight and why sometimes people will assume that weight gain is negative. Anyway, going off track there, going back to the scales. I do actually quite like the scales okay so scales do get a bad rep and a lot of people will say oh chuck your scale away and I used to say this year's ago. so I used to say to clients don't even bother weighing yourself like look at other ways of, of measuring progress and actually I changed my mind so I do like the scales and I weigh myself daily now and I think it's so interesting I think the way in which our body changes and how how normal it becomes as well so when you accept that oh, okay I am going to change from yesterday and it doesn't mean anything. I think it can be really helpful for a relationship with scales, to be fair, to, to do it each day. But there's no need to do it multiple times a day. So I think when you understand that you've done it, that's your data recorded for the day. Move on, have a good day, and then come back to it tomorrow. And then you can analyse data over time rather than analysing data from the morning to the evening, for example, because that's not accurate, that's not valid at all. It's not going to tell you anything But it's it's helpful. It will tell you something over three months, for example. So if you if you've weighed yourself daily for three months and then you look at the data, you will see if you're looking for fat loss, you will see what would look like a downward kind of. I'm drawing it with my fingers as if you can see me, but no one can see me. Like a zigzaggy down downhill line. Whereas if you look at it from one day to the next day, it's not going to tell you much. So. It is helpful to be, to weigh yourself daily as long as you accept that it is a long process and then you've got the data after a couple of months. So I do encourage weighing as a tool, but I also encourage lots of other ways to judge your progress as well. And if you do weigh yourself, just remember that your weight can fluctuate based on so many factors. And this can be how much water you drink, how much salt you've consumed, hormonal changes, what time of the day you weigh yourself as well. So if one day you're weighing yourself at 9 a.m., And the next day it's 6 a.m. and the next day it's 12 p.m., that is going to be different. Whether you've eaten a big meal as well, um, I could go on. There's there's a lot of fluctuations that have nothing to do with fat loss. So, even the amount of water you've drank, if you have, so for example, one litre of water weighs a kilo. So, if you have sweat a lot during a workout, for example, and you've lost a lot of water, but you've not been Drinking that water, so you've not put the water back into your body and you weigh lighter the next day, you're probably just dehydrated. So, there is a real range of reasons why your scale weight will change. However, like I said, it can provide a really good indication of your results over time. So, I do enter my daily weights, and just before I went away, so just before holiday, when I was coming to the end of my diet phase, I had a look at the graph so I enter data every morning and the graph is it's just interesting so it can show me 3 months of work and it's just it's quite interesting to look at it from a data perspective rather than an emotional perspective there are lots of other methods though which can be equally good or if not better whichever it's all personal, so it would be whichever method of measurement you would prefer to use. So you could take progress pictures, you could use your clothes fitting. So, I mean, everybody has either a dress or a pair of trousers or a skirt that they're like, right, I'll fit back into that and, and they keep it in the wardrobe until they're going to fit into it. That can be a good method of of measuring. If you can fit into that pair of jeans or you can fit into that dress and you've not been able to, then that's a sign that you have dropped body fat. You might feel more energized and just better about yourself in general this creates a better mindset so these things are harder to keep track of there's not really anything kind of tangible there but if people notice that you that you are either looking good or feeling good and they compliment you and that makes you feel good then you know that your results are moving in the right direction but if you wanted something that is kind of tangible then maybe your progress pictures your scale weight and also taking body measurements that could be a good combination but whichever method you do choose you need to be process driven not results driven so this is something i've spoken about in many episodes and this is where if we are just focusing on the result and the end goal it's just going to feel harder to keep working towards whereas if we can find a process and we can stick to this process that is how the results come. So a good approach could be, let's say you commit to a weekly weigh-in and progress pictures for 16 weeks. And then you think, okay, this is a process. So weekly change might not be visible, but if you committed to 16 weeks and you compare week one data to week 16 data, you will see a big difference in your pictures and your scale weight and if you've taken measurements as well. Whereas if you if you weigh and take pictures on day one compared to day seven, there's probably not going to be a big amount of change. And that is why you need to commit to a change over time. You're not going to notice change immediately. And that's why it can be frustrating to weigh yourself and not see visible change. And we always want results straight away, and the scale doesn't give us that. So you have to be in it for the long term. So the process itself could be different for everybody, but let's say the process is calorie counting, controlling meal portions, aiming to increase your protein, training or exercising in some way, so movement of some sort, recovering and getting sleep. So that's your process and over time you get the results from implementing a process. So rather than just saying I'm going to lose weight, that's not going to give us long-term results. If we've got a process we can get the results from that process. And the scale doesn't provide us with the meaningful information like a process so that's just something that we need to bear in mind so i just want to talk a little bit about getting back on track this is something that for most people and especially people that i work with on a one-to-one basis or in a um, a client environment this is something that a lot of people will struggle with and it's usually because people are all or nothing so they're either working towards something they've got their goal and they know their process they know what they need to do so when they've come away from that process and maybe they've had a weekend away or a week off and they've been on holiday and then they come back and their process has changed the the routines all over the place all of a sudden it's oh well I don't know what I want to do I don't know how to get started again so they're either working towards something or they're not and this is where it can be Tricky to It's tricky to find motivation. And as I've said in a lot of other episodes, we can't rely on motivation. So we have to rely on discipline, on habits, on our behaviours rather than our motivation. This is probably the first holiday where I've come back and my mindset is still the same as when I left. So I still feel like I'm just in a good place in my mindset. So clearly the work, set, the work that I've been doing over the last few years is working because I do feel still very focused and very disciplined but I think this is because I haven't actually changed my daily routine much so even though I've been out of the country and I was somewhere else I was in Spain for two weeks and my daily habits were a little bit different my routine was different what I was doing overall so what I aim to do here on a, a normal daily basis wasn't that different from what I was doing in Spain so that's basic things like drinking plenty of water aiming to eat protein with each meal, getting some kind of movement in and sleeping well, these are all my daily habits on a normal day. So this would be that the transition from a holiday to home or from home to holiday and then holiday to home hasn't been massive. So I think where a lot of people will struggle is if their typical routine is so different, then it's really hard to get back into a routine once again once you're back and quite often people will put too much pressure on themselves to follow a perfect plan after being on track so if they come back and then they'll say to themselves okay i need to be really good this week i need to have a good week and this might lead to restriction which then subsequently will lead to going off track again because that plan isn't realistic so what i would advise in this situation is to focus on two or three generic habits or behaviors rather than being too specific so rather than saying I'm going to eat 1,000 calories today, which is definitely a no-go, by the way. But rather than saying, I'm going to eat 1,000 calories, instead, if you say, I'm going to meal prep this week and I'm going to make sure that I eat protein with every meal, this is something that you're likely to be able to stick to and that's going to give you more chance of being consistent. Another thing to think about with your daily routine is this is like a normal daily routine is are you being too unrealistic and are you expecting yourself to do too much because if that is the case then this could be why you find it so hard to get back on track again after having time away so because my routine is so easy like all I try and do each day is move and sleep well and drink water and eat protein that's fairly easy to do I could do that anywhere I could go on holiday and do that or it could be a weekend and I do that because that's something else as well a lot of people will struggle with a weekend and a weekday because they've made their weekend so different from their weekday maybe their weekend weekday is so restrictive so that they can have a relaxed weekend but then it makes it harder to get back on track on the weekday and then the weekend you then look at as like a bit of a let's go crazy and it's you do absolutely everything that you've wanted to do all week but you've restricted so then it's hard to keep a routine whereas if you can keep it simple and this is one of my biggest tips is to keep things simple if you can keep things simple it's effective so your results might take longer and they will take longer but if you can stick to something and you've got more chance of being consistent and you've got a process in place that is easy then that's when your results will come if this sounds like something you would like some support with drop me a message let's have a chat and I will see how I can support you with this and how we can work together to reach your goal if you have listened to this and you found it helpful or you've thought of somebody you'd like to share it with please send them this episode and please tag me on social media you will find me on instagram at underscore chloe Longstaff, and I love to hear your feedback from the episodes and your thoughts in general